Are you tired of your favourite gaming podcast talking about E3? Well, look no more. This week on the House of Mario, we're talking about... We're talking about E3. Oh. Okay, I didn't say anything. What's up everybody, welcome to the House of Mario, episode 42, the Nintendo podcast, a part of the 8-Bit Collective. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is my wonderful co-host, Bryce DeWitt. Yes, that's a me. Bryce. Bryce-yo. <laughs> Bryce-yo. Woo-hoo! <laughs> uh, Bryce, it's a very special episode. We're going to be talking about um, our favourite E3 moments from throughout the history of uh, Nintendo at E3. Yes. But first, we've got a very... Uh, well, it's not, it's not that special, but... We've, it's special to us. It's special to us, yes. We've been... This is our one-year anniversary of doing the show. And the, I guess the funny thing is, we're up to episode 42. So, really, after a year, we should be up to 52. So, we've missed out on 10 episodes. Uh, yes. Yes, that's sort of correct. I There was some road bumps there, but, you know, um, 42 episodes in a year is still pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. Well, you... You consider the people that take time off for holidays and stuff like that. If you count the holidays throughout the year, and then you call it like uh, the fiasco that happened with me and my family back, yeah, yeah. then you know forty two is still a good number. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, what are some of your favorite wh- favorite guests we've had on the show? Favorite guests, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we should. Yeah, we shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not favoritism towards them because the thing is, is like with the guests that we've had. Um, I think we've been very privileged and and I'm very grateful to every single one of them, whether they would be smaller guests or larger guests, you know. Uh, it's been a privilege to have all all of them on because I've learned unique, unique things from them, mm. learned more about their respective communities or, you know, and learned about them personally. So it's been really good, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a good excuse just to talk to um, some people that you wouldn't be you wouldn't bump into an everyday life. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you we've even talked to people that are well overseas, you know. Yeah. Like Defer from Sweden. And then we had uh, Michael in... LA, yeah. LA from Hot Chocolate Party. Yeah. You know, that that's pretty that's pretty awesome, honestly. Yeah. And Let, friends, friends of ours within Australia. And, yeah, friends yeah. of ours within Australia. Um, whether it be within the arm's reach or whether it be four hours down the road or whether it be the other side of the country. You know, we've had a bit of everyone around, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely love doing the show. Thank, like, I just want to thank everyone that <coughs> listens to it every week or yeah. every fortnight or every month or whenever you get around to listening to it. Thank you very much. Yep. Sincerely from the bottom of my heart. You know, and mine, and and, mine. and and his, of course, the top of, of my heart. I, I, I'm pulling. <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching into his chest right now and pulling it out of his rib cage. Oh god, that hurt! <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Um, even just, even just looking at the stats and looking at the numbers go up, seeing that people actually want to listen to the show, it means a lot to us. And it's been one hell of a year, no matter the road bumps or you know the changes that have happened within the show or anything like that it's been fantastic and we'll keep doing it as long as you keep listening mm, absolutely it also means we have to uh, pay the SoundCloud fees again so that's <laughs> <laughs> renew subscription <laughs> yes hit that big bloody button the big button the big the big uh, give us money buttons okay SoundCloud <laughs> <laughs> take my cash <laughs> you bastards yeah. No, just kidding, SoundCloud. We love you. Please love us. Back. Yeah, we, I like SoundCloud. It's a good service. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good service. If so you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, the podcast is hosted on SoundCloud. So go over there, give us a whatever the hell you do on SoundCloud. Yeah, a, a it, love, a follow. Or... If if you're on SoundCloud, yeah. <coughs> and that's all. That's where we get all the remixes from. So there's heaps of awesome uh, artists on there as well. It's a yeah, it was a bit of a scare there with it almost shutting down on us and mm. having to find something new. But I'm glad it hasn't. I think Spotify bought them. Did they? I think they did. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. It uh, wouldn't surprise me. A lot of podcasts are going off on Spotify now too. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's not a bad thing. Mm. It's 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 a bit more of a process getting it on um, Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got to have um, you've got to have a bit of a connection. 
Yeah, I because I'm um, Eric. He uses Lipson, and there's literally a little tick button you you press, and it he said it just put him on Spotify. Whereas really? on, on SoundCloud, we've got to um actually go right. I, I had to write an email like I felt like a little survey to like just uh, try and get on there, and they've got to like manually sort through and go okay. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's really strange. It is weird. Oh well, but they're they're selective, and we haven't been selected yet. But we'll get there. Once we're there, we'll uh we'll be selected and be one of the <laughs> one the of elite the... Spotify guys. <laughs> we'll be up there with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric gets to tick a box. We have to fill out a form. God damn it, Eric. Yeah, we love you though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right, Bryce. Let's move into our favorite E3 Nintendo moments. Bryce, uh, what's your first one? The first one. Mm. The first one is pretty much the entirety of the Robot Chicken E3. That was great. It was it was, it was a fantastic E3. And that was also when we were worried because that was when the news came out. So, all right, Nintendo's not doing a traditional E3 conference. Well, like, okay, no, it's going to be you know they're direct, which is which is good, but um, they're going to lose that big wow factor at E3. And I think what they did with the Robot Chicken episode was completely abolish those worries. And we we're just like, this is way better. This yeah, is, this is way better than their awkward, awkward, really, you know, quite poor E three, especially the last few years where it's been a bit awkward. Stuff like Wii Music and all yeah. that as well as then their last and one, Skyward when, Sword. God, and they're showing off um, when they were showing off all the like the big blowout for the Wii U two thousand and twelve. Reggie's doing like the awkward thing with the gamepad with um, Zombie U. Just yeah, like, just like rawr, just, rawr. just moments like that. It's like, oh my god, why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and, uh, I think I think uh, the thing that gets me with this one, though, apart from the fact that the format change was actually really, it really worked in their favour. Mm. Apart from that, I think the thing that everyone will forever have ingrained in their minds was, "Where's Mother Three? <laughs> yeah, just, just they they really knew their audience with uh, when they wrote that. Um, script didn't they like they yeah just having the audience in, they're like where's mother 3 where's the new Star Fox games like, oh there's gonna be another Mario game and they just like <laughs> they just do all the complaints like they must have been on 4chan or something oh uh, I, I think I think uh, I, I'd like to think that they're in the public eye a little more often than you think I think like especially with the Nintendo store in New York and all that and Mm. On, on the launch days and stuff like that and they get questioned all the time and it's one of those things and they get emails and all that they just know yeah they know yeah <clears throat> it's the same thing with like uh, how could they not they, they would yeah. know you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> they would they would know about like all their e- even though it's not really in their hands it's in Sakurai's but they'd know all the complaints about Smash Bros and they'd probably gag on that in the office as well hmm not gag as in <laughs> like ah. yeah yeah uh, actually um, in the following year as well we'll roll this into one but when they did the uh, Star Fox um, presentation with uh, the Muppets guys and they actually made puppets and all that of uh, Miyamoto yeah. Reggie yeah. Uh, Awada and all the Star Fox there. that was really cool that was well. cool that yeah. was cool I, 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 don't, I think I think the best part of them presenting for E3 in this manner is that um, their creativity, like, it's just everywhere, mm. like, on the immediate of it. Even if it just looks like a very plain-as-hell direct, it still looks yeah pretty mm. phenomenal. They get through a lot of news really quickly. Uh, you brought this up previously, but, like, there's no awkward, you know, transitioning between things and stuff like that. There's probably some stuff in there that I missed, maybe, which is, like, the more orchestral stuff that yeah. sort of comes about. And that's really nice, but every conference is doing that now. You know, it's not it's not anything that's completely unique to Nintendo. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Microsoft and Sony now they've got their E three presentations so well done. Like they they don't necessarily have that anymore. Especially yeah. especially with Sony's like they well, they like the last few years they've just been doing trailer 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 and they haven't been having these times when you know executive of marketing's come out to talk about <laughs> how good a year bloody PlayStation's had like when like. Us as consumers don't care about. I know. I know. E three is also for retail partners and things like that. But it is. It is nice just having, you know, just game, game, game. Yeah. Um. I I, I will say on on their part without sounding like too much of a one lopsided idiot. 
A lopsided idiot. Lopsided idiot. Lopsided towards Nintendo because they're my favourite out of the three. Um, you the thing I, the, I I watch every conference every year because I have an interest in every console. I own every single one of the current generation consoles. I buy games for them. That That's just a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. Yep. If I ever, 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 ever have to hear about a freaking car f- that is going into Forza <laughs> for another 15 minutes, I'm going, I'm going to die. Oh <laughs> shit. You're going to die. <laughs> I think, I think that's what's, what's caught me on with the Nintendo thing is because they cut out that kind of thing. They cut out all the glory sort of, you know, this is a thing and this is how we're going to demonstrate it. It's just kind of like they put it in a presentation. It's way more clean. Things come off as they're supposed to. They're not gagging on about a car for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> it's just like when the car comes in, you're like, that's a goddamn good looking car. That's a nice car. But then, then like three minutes later, you're like, all right, okay, <laughs> all right, we get it. It's a yeah. very good looking car. It's a car I'll never have. <laughs> Especially when like, for example, like Just Dance and uh, Dance Central, when they'll, when they Ubisoft yeah, and Microsoft well. would often bring out like the dancers and uh, even like EA Sports when they bring out uh, famous athletes like hey I'm in this game it's good well, uh, I could do a dance this, this is this is the physics engine for this year so that's fantastic but man, man like, we get do, it. do I want to hear about the game and not you <laughs> like you, you've already you've already sold the game to your audience just don't spend the millions on the um, big strong man that come out <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, the, it is. It is glorification. They kind of just like look at how special this is, and then you kind of just like, I mean, it's cool, but it's not really that special. Mm. Yeah, just going back to this robot chicken E three. I remember, w- w- was it two thousand fourteen? No, two thousand thirteen. Whatever year it was. Sorry, I can't remember. Just one off, of the years. Off the bat of my head, it is one of those years. I think two thousand fourteen was when um Mario Kart and Smash Bros come out. Uh, yeah, so it was two thousand fourteen. Sorry for the long process in my head there, <laughs> but but that year I remember watching Microsoft, Sony's, um, Ubisoft's, EA's, um, like all the conferences. We watched them all in a row. Mm-hmm. And by the end, I was just like, my eyes just took in that much brown and guns and <laughs> like very similar looking games. And we're like, all right. Then it comes to Nintendo. It was two o'clock in the mor- morning here in South Australia. And then it's Robot Chicken. It's funny. Like, it's actually like... It a, was really good. It's like watching a cartoon. It was. Then like all these, like Zelda gets announced. Um like like Yoshi's Woolly World, like all these like wonderful looking games. You're like, oh my yeah. god! It was such a breath of fresh air, and especially with the Wii U going so poorly, and um, you know, Nintendo fan morale is quite down, and that just filled me right up with so much hope and happiness. It yeah, it really did. The thing is, is like I don't think it's I don't think uh, we're out of that puddle yet. I think it's still. We, we've maybe dropped the glorification of stuff like Call of Duty and Battlefield a bit more. They're getting announced in their own rights and they're doing their own thing this year, which is probably a really good thing. Mm. But um, a lot of games seem to be doing that too, don't they? I, yeah. I, I have a... <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I have a lot of hope coming up uh, this year. Because now that COD's out the way, Battlefield's out the way, hopefully we'll hear less about that type of thing there. Um, I'd like to hear more stuff about Spider-Man and stuff like that. You know, mm, yep. come out of the woodwork, we get more information, sort of thing. And Spider-Man's not like a big, gritty game. It's a very beautiful-looking Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. 2 sequel. It looks, it looks really good. Obviously so. not going to be on Switch, but that it, game... It's not. That but game looks awesome. I cannot wait does, for it. It does look awesome, but like, it's it's... It's just the premise of it is what I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, at. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Hopefully this year is going to be a more of an E3 that's more fruitful in the market of variety. Uh, I don't want to hear more about cars unless it's very short-winded, please. I really want to see like a um, a skit from Nintendo just being like, all right, new Mario Kart. And it's like 
But a car comes down, Reggie just slides across the bonnet and says, Guess what's in Mario Kart? <laughs> yeah, check out this Lambo, mate. It's in Mario Kart. We're going to talk about it for the next 20 minutes. And it's not, I guess it's not that funny anymore because Mercedes already made it to Mario Kart. Yeah. Why DLC? <laughs> <Thank but>. yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, I just, I, I, have, I have a lot of high hopes this year and I, I know it's not going to be in the level because nothing, I don't think anything will ever beat that Robot Chicken E3 as an entire conference thing for Nintendo. Yeah. I think I think that was the absolute peak because they knew they knew where the humor was at. They knew it's just such a surprise as well. Cause it, we're was, like, it was it was. We're like, I don't know what this is going to be, and it's just especially when it first popped up. Like, is this robot chicken? Will we have Matt Groening animate the next E three? Oh, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> it's that- just the shit that you could pull out your ass with that. It's such. There's so many cool concepts could be thrown around. I really wish they kept like that style going. Now it's just like. A normal direct, but obviously more grand than what they're announcing, which yeah. is fine. Which is fine. I enjoy that as well. But yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, I guess. But uh, that that's one of the things that takes off one of the top. It's it's literally the entire thing. It takes off like one of the spots on. Imagine our if list. it's just like an episode of Family Guy or something, and they're just like watching, <laughs> watching TV, and Peter's just like, "Oh my god, look, it's a new new Smash Bros. character," and like that's all it is. Then <laughs> they do like the Treehouse after, and they elaborate on it a bit more. Yeah, I'd be like. Yeah, just weird. It's just really cool uh, when they when they work with people like that to create something that's just that awesome. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, um, next we have the Smash Four trailer, mm. which was two thousand and thirteen, I believe. So yes, yeah, the year before. Yes. Now, so yeah. Sorry. So we knew this was going to come. Uh, they they <laughs> said beforehand that we're getting Smash Mario Kart. These. <coughs> franchises were going to be shown at that year's E3 and we were just waiting for it like little kids waiting for dinner time before going to bed I don't know (laughs) I can't think of an analogy but especially when that music started it was just it was on it was like yes this is it this is it (laughs) except uh, apart from just the hype as we've been getting with the new Smash trailer we also got something very, very uh, interesting. And that was basically a death fight between Reggie and Iwana. Oh. Yeah, so that that was the year afterwards. Mm. Yeah. That that was that was one of the times where I'm like, Nintendo knows what their audience wants. I know, <laughs> like, like, a lot of people will be like, Nintendo, they don't understand online. They don't do a lot of things the fans want. But I think that trailer, uh, a lot of people looking in to uh, the Nintendo fan base be like, what the fuck is uh, are, are they doing this is just corny dumb but to to us who are just huge Nintendo fans who are nerdy as hell and just love this stuff that was exactly what like I think we wanted <laughs> it's just ridiculous hey Greg yeah mate uh, what if we put out a trailer where uh, Reggie and Iwana beat on each other well don't phrase it fantastic like <laughs> beat on each other not off Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's the trailer I don't want to see. <laughs> no, but it was a, it was a perfect way to really show off the um, the added me character, how you can like put yourself in the game, and then especially show off the amiibo when he Iwata just pulls it out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah, it was um definitely definitely one of the highlights of that E three too. Mm. It started off so it started off so well, and it just pushed on and pushed on, and then after that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the same one. We were just waiting for more character announcements and stuff like that. And we got a couple of dollops in between. Ooh, nice dollop. Mm-hmm. We even got stuff like Wii Fit training. Yeah, Wii Fit training. I wasn't too impressed with Wii Fit training at the start, but then I sort of got over it and went, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Actually, we, <laughs> we've been, character. we've done that a lot with Smash reveals, though. We've just yeah. been like, why is this character in the game? And then a lot of people like that as well, except on smash forums and stuff they just go insane about it I don't take to the internet I'm just like sitting there going what <laughs> oh I, I uh, whenever there's a smash game coming out I've made it I, or at least there's one announced I've made it a game to go on to uh, a game a bit of a game a bit of a game to go on to uh, god what's that smash forum there's this one really big smash forum smash forums uh, smash wiki no, I, I look. I can't remember. It I can't remember it, right yeah. now. It's it's like the competitive community forum, yeah. and uh, they had like for Smash Four, they had like the uh, like the character speculation and 
all that and they're just like oh guys they're gonna announce the characters now let's let's get on this and so many complaints that ridley wasn't in the game and <laughs> it's just all the stuff you expect you're just the typical stuff just it's like every time ridley is mentioned take a shot you'd be dead <laughs> you know it, it, it's 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 crazy how much like you look there and you just you're just like wow uh <laughs> I mean, okay i'm gonna trust sakurai or what he's doing and We'll, we'll just let it go from there and look we fit trainer was a bit of a it was a bit of a joke at first yeah but we fit trainer is actually not that bad of a character and yeah. <laughs> i can't complain too much and it's that. still like a, it's just a funny character like game and watch and yeah it's literally the goof character yeah you know that's fine yeah after 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 a lab after thinking on it a bit it's just like instead of standing with the people that are just like i would have preferred ridley uh i'm just kind of like hey, you know what she's fine She's fun in the game. But yeah, anyway, that was uh, yeah, quite the E3, that one, for us at least, mm. being the Smash people we are. Yes, and it, and it lived up to the hype too. So it did. Happy absolutely. about that. So no doubt you've seen clips of this one online. It was, uh, you know, um, it happened, Jesus, it's over a decade now that this happened. Yeah, it, w- it would have been one of Nintendo's biggest moments at E3. It, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. that, that crowd hype was ridiculous. But um, Twilight Princess in 2004, the mm. announcement. So, a little bit of backstory, if you don't know your timelines, I guess, is that Wind Waker was put out on the GameCube and people were just like, where's my gritty Zelda that you showed off in like, two, 2000 and one or whatever it was at the time Mm-mm. um you showed off a like really gritty zelda that looked like the success at ocarina of time sort of thing and then uh they never they didn't do it and then they got to the near the end of the gamecube's life and put that out or about yeah. midway like they used to call it Zelda, like to pay it out because it was cell shaded <clears throat> yeah yeah which is that's right and, th- and now Wind Waker is one of the highest regarded Zeldas of all time mm. so that says something but I think uh, the thing with Twilight Princess is everybody was missing that feel they got from Ocarina a time of grittiness and like a bit of a darker story I guess yeah yeah and you know in t- in early 2000s I guess that was all the rage that was everybody was listening to the, you know My Chemical Romance <laughs> but um, when when Twilight Princess was shown everybody just they lost it they thought it was fantastic the, the crowd just, knees. they just jumped up in the air and like in the jumped in the sky with their hands in the air they just they wouldn't stop and the screaming and you couldn't hear the trailer you couldn't hear anything i don't blame him because it is an epic trailer as they announce it it it's, is it's just phenomenal it's just link riding a poner across hyrule field it's just got like the huge orchestrated soundtrack mm-hmm. playing behind it it's just awesome much like the uh in my opinion, I felt I felt that way with the Breath of the Wild one probably a bit more. Mm. Maybe because at the time it was just like, yes, it's a new Zelda. I love Zelda games as a kid. But Breath of the Wild, uh, when we had the, uh, it wasn't an E three moment. It was at the press com- the press conference we- they had for oh, the, the Switch. Switch one. Yep. The trailer yep. for Breath of the Wild and that was beautiful. So that was the launch trailer. So that was like January last year. That was yep. yeah. That was a phenomenal trailer. That as well. was a beautiful trailer just the, the way they worked in the music in that like it really i, I felt it and I, the emotion like, yeah i felt the emotion i re- it was it was crazy because the game looked good like obviously new zelda game um we're gonna buy a switch regardless we're just waiting for the price and the release date that's what we wanted yeah that's what we wanted for like that. it's gonna be a good zelda game you know open world we're looking forward to it but after that trailer especially we're like <sighs> yes yeah <laughs> it, it just yeah it looks so good and now like breath of the wild is melded deeply within my heart mm. I've spent so many hours on that game just now. going back to um, two, must be always I'm forgetting between 2014 and 15 I think it was 14 but when they announced Breath of the Wild they didn't announce it as Breath of the Wild but it was just uh, The Legend of Zelda for Wii U at the time mm-hmm. what yeah. do you think of that trailer that trailer was awesome as well that was yeah when, when they just like you know this is this is the world and it looks it looks like two times prettier in that trailer <laughs> it, it looks like honestly phenomenal it's like this was never running on a Wii U. No, this no was way. running. On, this was running on a PC. <laughs> this was a very good PC. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll get there one day, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, it like, looks beautiful, and the, like Link and Epona were just standing there, and then they just like like the trailer plays on, and he just like flows on from there. Then it's got the Guardian chasing him down over the bridge, and Link jumps off, and you see like this big futuristic bow emerge. 
Like, the oh, arrow, yeah, the chic arrow. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, what's this? And all the speculation about, like, where in the timeline it's going to be. And, and whether Link was male or female at that yeah, point. Yeah, oh, yes, right, because he, like, has the ponytail, and apparently men can't have ponytails. Well, <laughs> no, just the way he looked. I think yeah, he was yeah. also, his his model was also a little bit different, hmm. and it looked and made him look a little bit more feminine. Yeah. I guess. And Link, then they changed it a little bit. Link's also, always been a bit, little bit of a feminine like feminine character a feminine yeah it's yeah. not coming out my mouth properly but you know what I mean <laughs> I mean yes yes uh, I can agree to that but I think that and because I was stuck in that speculation as well I was like you know he looks a little more female than usual mm. Um, but it was also it, that also in my opinion came down to the art style and stuff like that sort of messing with the heads yeah. because it is it is to a degree cell shaded um, oh yeah yeah but it was it was basically like hey here's here's, here's like how you would see Link and Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess or anything like that. Now let's slap some so- shells that shell shade, cell <laughs> shade, cell <laughs> shade on him and make him look like as he is. And then at the time, like just the way Link looked, and you know, it was questionable. It was questionable. Yeah, I don't like, especially a lot of Zelda games. You've been able to name Link. You've been able to um, you haven't been able to customize much. You have been able to basically make Link your character. Mm-hmm. And if a lot of people thought, oh, they might be able to give you an option between a uh, male or female, be able to change your names. But uh, they actually changed the complete opposite <laughs> route where you can just, you can't change the name of your character and you, you are just Link. Yeah, yeah. Mm. This this sounds really silly. This sounds really silly, but uh, as, I, as I mentioned last week, I've been playing Horror Warriors. Mm. I want to see side quests with Link as the main character. <laughs> I actually do. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, I actually do. I know. I know. There's a lot of people that aren't very accepting with Linkle as a character, and they're just like, "No, I refuse to decide." She's got her own little story in Hyrule Warriors, and it, it it's just like it could be like that comedy bit thing. It's it's yeah. really cute. Well, how would they do that? Like, you just like do a side quest, and you're a different character. You're Linkle. Well, yeah, yeah. My minus spoiler alert. Basically, she's just really <gasps> ditzy. She's yeah. just really ditzy. And she's just like, my my grandmother told me I'd be the hero of time, and she's just super ditzy. That that that's that is Linkle in a nutshell. She can't follow a map for shit, but she's always walking in the wrong direction. Mm. I think it'd be cool. It'd be like a little comedy side quest yeah. sort of thing where you where you play as her and yeah. But some, seeing something like that in Zelda would be nice, and it would appease the people that are just like, you can have a female hero in Zelda, you know? They're just like, oh, but then you get the people like, why can't Link be female and be the main? Mm the main character depends on the story they're telling in the game because in uh, Breath of the Wild it was a very specific uh, role Link played as like Zelda's guard yeah absolutely so you know if they're telling a different story where it doesn't matter as much you might be the swap or maybe Link is a girl in a future game I wouldn't be opposed to uh, saying that at all no no not at all but I I, I think if you added something in like that into Zelda and put that it's fun it's nice you get a female playable character in Zelda and, and a little less people would complain about it I think uh, as 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 a bit of a, a bit of a silly concept of the name Linkle is, I think I think Linkle is a good character. <laughs> yep. Okay. No, so, she's cool. She's cool, and she's uh, it, it just interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it'd be nice to see something like that. Anyway, uh, moving on because we've pretty much talked about everything Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go into everything Zelda. Yeah. One hundred percent. Uh, we've got Reggie reveals himself in O four. Yeah, so this is Reggie's uh, become the president. His first E3 2004 comes out. He's uh, all about taking names, kicking ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, playing games. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I just, like, butchered that quote very poorly, but... Kicking ass, taking names, and playing video games. Something like that, yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, he was... And he, and he has continued to be a very... Uh, what would the word for it be? Prominent? Yeah. Like prominent uh, role in like Nintendo's E3 until right and, now. And and Nintendo in general. He's mm. he's such a good president uh of the American side. Him him and him and Iwata both did such brilliant jobs together between each other. Mm. Um even just keeping fan you know, uh fans updated and stuff like that of Nintendo stuff and they're very likable people, especially Reggie. He's basically turned into a meme in several ways, <laughs> but we'll talk about that a bit later. <laughs> and um, I think, like him coming out the way he did, he was very serious about being, you know, 
pushing pushing the company forward and doing all these neat things with Nintendo and he's very well spoken. You know, he, he came out with a very strong voice and I think that was what was really important. Uh, and that's what it was exciting to see because really, how many of you remember what what the NOA was like before then? Yeah, that's right. You yeah. know? They didn't like it. I can't even name their uh, previous president, but they'll know it nowhere near as a... Uh like in the in the fans eyes at least yeah and it was a different time as well obviously before 2004 you didn't have um you know youtube nintendo directs mm-hmm. e3 like being streamed globally like it's a completely different time i think that equates to it a fair bit too but mm. yeah. yeah like reggie like whenever you see him you, you know you're gonna uh find out about a video game so that's cool <laughs> he's a he's the type of guy that you can walk up to and you can talk to him and he'll you know you, you can just sort of tell he would treat you the same as he would anybody else and he doesn't I don't think that man has a malicious bone in his body I think he's a very uh, very genuine dude and yeah. uh, he makes a very makes it very clear when he's doing anything from E3 presentations or anything like that and he's always been a very good you yeah. know very good host I like to think so I like to think he's a good dude outside of outside of uh, th- selling us his products I think he is <laughs> I, I think he, I think he's a pretty nice dude and like even he's so he's so in touch with the YouTube community and stuff as well him and Bill Trinan at the moment are really killing it with the YouTube yeah, community they are which is, which is weird like seeing how Nintendo as a whole has that really awkward um, stance on YouTube content where you get getting copyrighted by them all the time and well yeah uh, I think I think the main thing is is that they still want to be in control of their content but they don't want people to stop like liking Nintendo or stop doing Nintendo content I just think that they like to be in control of their asset yeah I can't say that's a criminal thing it was it was kind of BS when it first hit the scene because it was such a touchy subject a lot of a lot of creators were going through their own hard times and stuff like that it was going to hit a lot of Nintendo creators really hard yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, you look at uh, videos like, um, he, you know, he's been on Game Theory on YouTube, where him and Matt Pat had a battle on will Nintendo survive as a hardware hardware company, or uh, <laughs> more recently, even up until now, Gerard uh, the Completionist he uh, he put out a video that was a thirty two hour Hyrule Warriors challenge where he had to beat the entire story. And uh, the Terminator challenge map on Hyrule Warriors before he made before he got to Nintendo headquarters via train, which was a thirty-two hour trip. Yeah. And if he lost, he had to put on a tingle outfit. And well, he lost. He lost <laughs> by the skin of his teeth, so he he had to wear that tingle outfit. Yeah, there's just so much. He he did so well. He got he he's absolutely smashed out like heaps of the game, but he still didn't finish like the little optional. Like DLC that was included. Yeah, yeah. If that says anything about Horror Warriors, it says how much he's already completed it before. He already knows how to deal with every single situation and stuff like that. And he's played enough of that game. He played over three hundred hours on the original Wii U version. Yeah, alone. That's yeah. not including the 3DS version. So, like Bill Trinan, Bill Trinan gave him the challenge, and he he accepted upon it, and then he ended up in Nintendo headquarters on their couch talking to Bill Trinan in a tingle costume. <laughs> It was fantastic, as you do. Yeah, but I, I think, I think with between, I know, I know, Mister Awada is gone now, and you know, uh, but between Bill and Reggie, they're both pretty prominent with that type of thing, which is fantastic. Mm. It just shows that like they're willing to uh, talk to people who aren't just other business execs or putting out trailers or anything like that or just completely disconnected from their audience they're, they're still within them mm. I think you've seen I think that's rubbed off on uh, especially PlayStation and uh, Sony recently as well mm. you're seeing their uh, you know their people coming out more and more to discuss you know the games that are coming out and sort of get their community together a bit more as well yeah and PlayStation's even gone the uh, step beyond that where they're doing PSX every December now so you know they can literally you know, speak directly to their fans, like in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a good approach too. Definitely a positive. Yeah, uh, we, we've got we've got one that's coming up here that uh, ties in with the last one, except it's four years later. So everybody will remember this moment because it's become it became the meme sens- sensation of its year, and they just didn't stop coming. No, it's my body is Reggie. <laughs> 
My body is Reggie. So some people are like just like shaking their head like this this is the worst thing ever. And there's people like us who are just like It was great. Just running, <laughs> running into the ground. <laughs> My body is ready. So virtually everybody knows about this moment. For whatever reason, if you don't it Reggie was- Reggie said it before standing on, on a Wii Fit ball. <laughs> That that's that's the general concept of it. He's just saying my body is ready for the activity that's going to take place on the Wii Fit board. <laughs> <laughs> and this this was like an awful year for Nintendo E three. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, this is just this is them going. Okay, uh, Wii Music, Wii Fit, you know, Wii this, Wii that, just like all the all the stuff you think about Wii, and you just sort of bang your head into a wall, going, "Oh God, that why did that ever? Yeah, why did that ever happen?" Yeah, mm. um, and you know what? Uh, if the best thing to come out of that year was a meme that would go on for a very, very long time, which it has, you still see it in comment sections today, whether it's regarding Nintendo or anything, I guess. Joel, oh, can't wait for this year's E3. My body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't wait for the Spyro HD Remaster Collection. My body is ready. I can't uh, wait for um, Nintendo Labo. My body is ready. It's so ready. <laughs> Just rolling in your labo kit. Oh, uh, I'm ready. We've made enough fun. And made made enough fun in the labo uh, mm. on last week's skin. <laughs> and just like I don't know how many like sh- terrible uh, YouTube songs we've listened to. Just like we've re- remixed. My body is ready. Yep, I had one in and while I was writing. <laughs> Yeah, because you're, oh yeah, my body's ready. Even just quickly type it in. And my body is, body is, ba ba body is ready. All right. That's, <laughs> it was, you know, it if if it was if if it was going to be a bad year, something good might have sort of came out of it, right? So it's going to mean that lasts us over mm. a decade. You well, know. I tell you what, Bryce, my body is certainly ready for this year's E3. It is. Yeah, it it is. is one one that one hundred percent certainly ready for this. E3 mm. that it is upcoming but we'll talk about more than that in a second we've got one last thing yes. on this list one more and that is the announcement of the <laughs> Nintendo Revolution yes this is a this is when I've sort of started first started actually paying attention to uh, games news and E3 in general just when Iwata announced at the end of the press conference Nintendo Revolution um, he held up the black box which uh, pretty much did look like the uh, final Wii it did it did yeah. <laughs> pretty much 100% was a final Wii which was which is actually pretty rare considering like prototypes of consoles to, yeah. actually, to actually look to actually look at it and be like oh it is doesn't look like it's got any different edges or buttons or anything it actually looks very similar yeah because I don't know if you remember when they showed off the when they announced the DS the DS looked a lot different when it actually launched mm-hmm. like the yeah. prototype looks like a looked like a Really slapped together, Lego. <laughs> yeah, yeah le- Lego thing. Um, the thing is, is and I mentioned mentioned this before we started, but I really don't remember that much of it. But I think now that I've thought about it, it's because it got overshadowed so much by the following year when they announced it was the Wii, and they announced the controller, and all that stuff sort of come into play. Mm. the The cool thing about the Revolution E three was that. They talked about the virtual console games coming to it, and they talked about the backwards compatibility and how it, it could it had the potential to be uh, an all in one system for all the previous consoles. Mm. In and that's something that hadn't actually been done before. Like virtual console, the idea of a virtual console back then was huge. It was, yeah, yeah, it was a big thing. Um, so you know, uh, from that perspective, it's kind of just like, well. <laughs> That sounds awesome, but then mm. the following year we got a completely different name change to something that was so confusing to everyone. Yeah, I, I still remember being at school. I was only eleven or twelve. We were years. very young. I was only eleven years old at this time, and I remember I used to go to Nintendo's website every day and uh, been at, like read their press release pretty much, and it just said oh, it's a uh, the Wii. It's a uh, it's pronounced Wii, and it's spelled W I I. I'm like, oh my God. okay, like, what? <laughs> but. I, I, why I remember this E3 so fondly is because um, I think 2003 or four. that's when I wanted a GameCube and, you know, that they were already old and whatever and didn't get one at the time because uh, the uh, the guy at EB Games said that, you know, they're, they're crap, don't get a GameCube. Oh, so, yeah. So I never got a GameCube. And I actually, I had this folder and it, on, on the folder I had Nintendo Revolution written on the front and I used to go to the library and get like all the information from forums, websites, whatever about what the re- revolution could be. You're a very keen boy. 
Yeah, and I used to put it in this folder, and I used to, I had pictures of like faked like virtual reality headsets, like all this like information and speculation of what this thing could be, because mm-hmm. they said that they'll show the controller at the next year's E three. So everyone's just wildly speculating what this controller is going to turn out to be for a year, <laughs> for ages. Yeah, yeah. Then eventually they show that like you know swimming tennis rackets and doing all the Wii Sports stuff. But... Turned out to be a remote control. <laughs> mm. Yeah. God, good E3. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like I said, I think it would. I think it just was just overshadowed by the following year. It's the same thing that happened with Project Cafe too, though. When that turned into the Wii U, hmm. like I, I I remember vaguely that the only thing that was said about Project Cafe was there was a white slide, and I don't remember anything else they said about it. Yeah, it looks like um, from the documents that came out about Project Cafe, it actually look, looks more like a traditional controller with a screen in the middle not just a tablet that was a surprise for me seeing it like as a big you know wide tablet looking thing rather than just a controller with a little screen yeah yeah Mm. um but we all know what happened with project cafe and the wii u and obviously didn't surf out too well Mm. um whereas the wii brought tremendous success Um, i haven't heard of it tell me more about this wii (laughs) (laughs) um not sure like I'm not sure it resonated too much with the community that was already founded with Nintendo fans mm. but it definitely catered to newcomers big time uh, at least it was for us for a little bit too I think I, we felt like that Nintendo lost their touch there for a couple of years like we just didn't feel like we were being catered as Nintendo fans for a little bit yeah for like Especially, even with the DS, they went to the Touch Generations titles a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, after New Super Mario Bros. was su- such a tremendous success, they were just doing New Super Mario Bros. games as well. Yeah, that's it. It, it kind of just... It was a bit of a flip around, and it ended up that in favoritism uh, of the new consumer, which, to be fair, sold a lot. You know, oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of Wii's got sold. A lot of DS's got sold. A lot too. of sh- a lot of shuffleware. A lot of they did a really. It was really big on their marketing. Um, Wii U is when they tried to turn around and give back to the Nintendo fan that had been missing out a little bit there from from the Wii. Mm. Didn't but, work too. Well. And they still tried to hold on to the the success of the Wii too, which was the shovelware, which was the motion controls, which was the Wii name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why ultimately they didn't know what they wanted to do, and it happened. That's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> the way you happened. Oh well, we get what we're given, unfortunately. But yeah. we're we're in we're in brighter times now. Let's not forget about the dark times. We absolutely are. I am so excited for this year's E three. I want it to be next week. Honestly, I want it here <laughs> right now. I think it's going to be killer. I think it's going to be killer. What is it? Two weeks. It's two weeks. Uh, well, technically two weeks from today. Yes. Okay, awesome. Oh, yeah, because uh, Microsoft starts it off that Monday for us. It does, yeah. And uh, I'll be watching all three as I go. Yeah. Pretty much. And then whatever's in between, I'll just sort of catch up on it. Yeah, so we'll, we should try and watch them together. Probably not Microsoft's because that's right in the morning at the start. I feel like I feel like Microsoft's not going to have much this year anyway. They haven't had much for years. Like, for the couple previous years, they really haven't had a lot. Mm, last year they hadn't, but the year before that was uh, quite good. Um. We'll le- we'll leave this. We'll leave our discussion. We'll get into housekeeping, bros. We'll let the what housekeeping? Yeah, housekeeping. All right. Instead of just calling it plugs, we'll a bit of, bit of housekeeping. End oh. of the show. Bit of housekeeping. Shit! There you go on the fly. All right. So this, so this, bros, this is our plan. And audience, this is our plan for the next, <laughs> <laughs> the next week. So next week is our E3 predictions episode for what's going to happen Nintendo wise. This so, means we're punching a hole in the drywall and finding out what's inside. Yeah, it's like a big piñata, but it's a house. <laughs> the house of Mario. We're already in the house of Mario. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so next week is our E3 predictions episode where we're going to be making predictions. Um, we're going to have seven predictions each. And then uh, once that's all said and done, um, E3 is done, we're going to go back and we're going to see who is the winner of this extreme serious competition extremely serious extremely serious competition <laughs> feel free to join in by the way yes and uh, we're hoping some of you guys listening will join in um, leave your predictions or what you think might happen 
You can leave a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many predictions you want. We'll read them on the show. Yeah, maybe yeah. not a hundred though, because you know by, by the time you get to the hundredth prediction, it'll be like, oh, Goonies, that'll be back. You're like, yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that, guys. Yeah, so. Look, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're leaving. We're leaving seven. Correct. Mm-hmm. I um, I would like the audience to also leave seven. They don't have to go into very particular detail if they don't want to. We probably will with ours, but we'll give you a point if you get one right, and we'll tally it up in the end. We'll see how we go. See if you've beaten us, which is very much a possibility. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. If you beat us, we'll send you a um. A small bag of Smith's chips. Your your choice of flavour. <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> Wise choice, sir. <laughs> cheese and, and onion. Sorry. <laughs> cheese and onion is pretty good. <laughs> cheese and onion. <coughs> and then for E3, um, we're going to be doing an episode straight after the uh, Splatoon and Smash Brothers uh, tournaments. Yes. We're going to be talking about them, wrapping them up. Then also an episode uh, straight after the uh, uh, digital presentation that week. So we're gonna. So that will be about two o'clock our time. So that's gonna. Hopefully we don't sound too sleepy. <laughs> it's put everyone to sleep. No, I think we'll be pretty excited. I don't think there's. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be too boring this yeah. year. I we'll think be, we've we'll got a lot e- to look forward. Yeah, to. Yeah, we'll be on the energy drink and whatever. <laughs> Twinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then later that week, we'll do an episode summing up uh, all of Ether and how Nintendo went in relation to the other companies and third parties. Yes. Yep. That sounds about correct. Sounds about what we want to do. So that'll be three episodes of The House of Mario in this one week. If that's too much for you, I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you get a lot of us. Make sure you get your phones ready at uh, or whatever you're listening on ready at 3 a.m. to be like, damn, I'm waiting. Yeah, so if in America that will uh, hit at like the middle of the day, if it's in Australia it will be in the morning, and if you're in Europe, I actually don't know, it'll be probably during the day as well. God knows with Europe. God knows. <laughs> God knows with Europe. God knows with Europe. Europe, you're crazy. You're uh, crazy. Europe, you're crazy. Oh well, I want to go to Europe. Oh, doesn't everyone? There's a there's a lot of unique stuff in Europe. Yeah, we can go meet French Mario. <laughs> French Mario. Yeah, let's go with that. Frenchio, Frenchio. <laughs> so you're Bracio, and you want to go and see French, go see French Mario, Frenchio. Hoping he gives me a free baguette. Well, what, what's Australian Mario? Mario. <laughs> <laughs> right, Inside bro- joke. <laughs> <laughs> we have a boss called Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we'll. I keep on forgetting iTunes re- review of the week, so we won't forget it this time. This week's iTunes re- review of the week is from <laughs> Viva Ladil, who is a friend of ours over the Explosion Network, and he gives us that wonderful five stars, and it's titled Mario. <laughs> and he writes, Mario is my number one fave plumber, and this podcast is the best at talking about his job. Thank you very much for that <laughs> warm, that warm <laughs> review. <laughs> yeah, Dill. No, absolutely. Thank you very much. And if you would like to leave us a review on iTunes, um, I guess head over to iTunes. I guess it's there, isn't it? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The good old iTunes. I know it's a bit complicated to leave reviews on iTunes, but it definitely helps us. It makes us... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It, le- it gives us feedback about what's good and bad about what we're doing, and also it does help help with the... Uh, statistics within iTunes however that works I'm not a physicist alright <laughs> physicist <laughs> and if, if if you're not able to do that because you're not an Apple user or you don't use iTunes um, word of mouth is great yeah so just tap your mum on the shoulder go hey uh, this is a Nintendo podcast and she'll go what the hell are you on about son get out your cop phones between your tree houses and you mm. know give, give each other the yelly the yelly <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Oi. Oi. And this podcast is a part of the 8-Bit Collective. Ten uh, Aussie podcasts coming together to uh, talk goodness. Talk goodness about whatever subject you might find interesting. It's video games, news, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, interview, whatever you may feel like listening to. Want to dip your toes in. The easiest way to follow that is uh, Twitter by following the hashtag 8-Bit Collective. Yes, yes. And Bryce, where can they find you on Twitter? Where? Yep. At Bryce DeWitt. At Bryce DeWitt. And you can find me at iDruby on Twitter. And also, I'm going to add in my... I'm going to 
add into this Instagram because I started using Instagram again because the, look at um, this Insta boy Insta boy because why not alright it's um it's lambing time on the farm at the moment so you might see some pictures of some lambs farm farm on the farm on the farm alright well Bryce it is now time for the end of the show Nintendo Jukebox and this week's Nintendo Jukebox is by Retro Spectre it's a remix of Enter the Gungeon Boss Battle Beating Enter the Gungeon yep <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening to us this week. We hope you have a good week, and we'll catch you later. Next week. Technically. <laughs>